Well, hello, welcome, and thank you for listening to the verse of the day, where we believe that the Bible is not just a book about the past, but that it is full of power and wisdom for today. I'm honored that you would take a minute out of your day as we look at God's word together. Today's verse is 1 Corinthians 15, 58, and it comes from Zach Juzak on Instagram. And Zach is the son of one of my best and most dearest friends in ministry, Pastor Kurt and Julie Juzak. And they are from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And so Zach submitted this from Instagram. It's a great verse for today. And today is actually the 100th episode of the verse of the day. Even though we're just resurrecting this again in 2020, we had done almost 100 of them. So this is the 100th episode, and that is no joke. I know that this is April 1st, but I am being serious. This is the 100th episode of the verse of the day, and this is a fantastic verse for our 100th episode. And it reads, Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. What an awesome, awesome verse in the Bible. And it starts with this word, therefore. Now, when you see the word therefore, you need to look and see what it is there for. Now, what is the therefore, therefore in 1 Corinthians 15, 58? Well, certainly as this comes at the end of the book of 1 Corinthians, it could be the summation of all of the letter to this point. And I certainly think that that's true. But as we look at the immediate context, what Paul has been talking about in 1 Corinthians 15 is the hope that we have as God's people in the return of Christ. The hope that we have in Jesus's second coming and with that, the resurrection from the dead, all of those who have died in Christ will be resurrected to spend eternity with Christ and receiving glorified bodies. So this is the immediate context. This is what has come right before Paul talking about the return of Christ, the resurrection of the dead, the saints receiving glorified bodies. And then he says, therefore, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. So that word therefore means that in light of these things, in light of the return of Christ, in light of the resurrection, in light of receiving glorified bodies, in light of the victory that we have in Jesus, in response to those things, be steadfast, be immovable. Now, I have to ask you, how would people describe you? Would people, the people that know you the best, would they say that you're a steadfast person? Would they say that you're immovable? Would they say that you are dependable? Would they say that you are a person that can be counted on? Or would they say something else? Would they say that you are inconsistent or wishy-washy or that you don't follow through on your commitments? My grandma, Ruth Bell, who grew up in Japan as a missionary, she taught me this word. It's fura fura. 
there's this word that the Japanese had for people who were wishy-washy. And the picture is that of a flag that's being blown around in the breeze. Whichever way the wind is blowing, that is the way that you are going. Fura, fura. She would always say, don't be fura, fura. Don't be wishy-washy. So the question is, are, are we steadfast? Are you immovable? Are you a dependable person that can be counted on? Or are you inconsistent, wishy-washy, fura, fura? Do you press on relentlessly through the storms of life towards the high calling of God? Or are you knocked off course by a gentle breeze of opposition? These are things that we should consider. These are things that we must consider. Which are you? Paul says that in light of the truth that we know, the truth that is settled in our hearts, the truth that knowing that in the Lord our labor is not in vain because of the return of Christ, that we must be steadfast immovable, not moving, not wavering, whatever may come my way that I am going to live for the Lord. As Joshua put it, as he addressed the children of Israel at the end of his life, he said, you guys might go and serve other gods. You guys might go and serve idols, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Which are you pressing on steadfast, immovable, or are you Fuda Fuda? He says that we should be steadfast, immovable, and that it should be in abounding in the work of the Lord. This word abounding, it means exceeding the ordinary. Listen, you are not called by God to live an ordinary, average life. You're not called by God to be average. You're not called by God to be beneath average, to be subpar, to be unremarkable. You're not called by God to be an underachiever. Listen, Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. This word abounding means not ordinary, not average. It means overflowing. Abounding in what? Well, we abound in the work of the Lord, he says. And look at who he addresses this verse to. Therefore, my beloved brothers and sisters. He's not talking to pastors. He's not talking to missionaries. He's not talking to preachers. He's talking to the saints, the people of God. This is not for some sort of super amazing apostle, supernatural, gifted, blah, blah, blah. No, this is for every believer. This is the life of the saints that we are steadfast, that we are immovable, that we have, like Jesus did, set his face as a flint. Whatever may come my way today, I am living for God. I'm going to be active in his kingdom. I'm going to be working for him, abounding, exceeding the ordinary, not living subpar, not just doing whatever it takes to squeak by. No, I'm pressing in, leaning in, working hard. Why? Because I know that this work is not in vain, that this work for the Lord, it is not foolish. It is not hollow. It is not empty. It has purpose because one day Jesus will return. 
And we have a hope of eternity, a hope of the return of Christ, a hope of resurrected bodies. And on that day, God will reward us for the work that we have done for him. On that day, all of the work, all of the toil, all of the labor will be rewarded. That we are not working for nothing, but we are working for something. And because Jesus is returning, we have a purpose. We have a mission. We've got something to do. So let me encourage you. Do you know this? Do, do, you, do you know this? He, he says, knowing this, we work. Knowing this, we labor. Knowing this, we are steadfast. We are immovable. Listen, today is the day for you to turn the page If you have been a person who is wishy-washy, who is inconsistent, who is up one day down the next, who is fuda fuda, today is your last day of fuda fuda. Today is the day that you say, as for me and my house, we're serving the Lord. Whatever may come my way, whether good, bad, or ugly, I I am going to abound in the work of the Lord because I know a truth that outlives this world. It is the truth of the word of God and it is alive inside of me. And so I'm gonna work, I'm going to toil, I'm going to labor. And I know that when Christ returns, all of my work, all of my toil, all of my labor will be rewarded. Listen, God is a rewarder of those who seek him. God is not unjust as to not repay those who have worked. For him. So press on, don't give up, don't lose heart. Your labor for the Lord is not in vain. And we are looking forward to that day when Jesus returns. Thank you for listening today. I hope that this has been a blessing to you. If you have a verse that you would like for me to cover, shoot it to me on Instagram or Facebook. And I would love to pick one of those verses for the verse of the day. May the Lord bless you and keep you in all that you do today, and may you abound today in the work of the Lord.